We haven't played any Bob Seger yet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's all right. You don't have to. Yeah? It's okay. But this is a good song right here. It is. Yeah. I'm liking your I'm liking your mix today. Good mix. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you can go home tonight feeling better that I approve of of I appreciate you know. it. <laughs> We're putting out positive vibes. Yes. A good mojo out there. Uh Katie Christensen in here with us here on KHDK. Um Thanksgiving's coming up. We talked about that. You're mm-hmm. you're gonna be ironing napkins here soon. Yeah, I've got um, a bunch of stuff to do. I actually have to go over to Carmichael Dave's house after I get off the today? radio. Okay. Yeah, I have to drive out there because his wonderful wife was I've been looking for peanut oil all over town and everywhere I go it's sold out. And so Melissa went yesterday and found some and I have to go pick it up after after I get done with the show cuz I don't have time to do it tomorrow. We got yeah. a game. Peanut at, oil for the turkey? For the turkey. Okay. Yeah, going to fry That's fry the that best bird. Way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I did the first one probably. It's maybe been 10 years ago now and it's it's the way. Every time. Um, I started it like about 10 years ago, yeah. too. And I was fully insulted on the show last night during the broadcast. Before the game, Tyrese's dad, who is just yes, a lovely yeah. individual, mm-hmm. was uh, talking to Mark. And I had never met him okay. before. And so we were talking about kind of Thanksgiving. Oh, and he's a talker. And, and, oh, yeah. He's <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> yes. I love him. Yeah. And talking about like the holidays and all this stuff. And, and they're obviously kind of from the South Florida. And, and they're talking about like the bird. And I was like. They're like, oh, I'm assuming you, you know, you you bake yours. I was like, no, I'm frying my bird. They're like, no, you're not. What do you know about frying? And I'm like, I'm brining it tomorrow. Yep. I've got all the stuff. I'm ready. And I've had my turkey fryer. It's not like I'm putting it in a pot and right. doing it like with a, you know, a blowtorch. Right. Like I got a legit yep. turkey frying like station for it. Like I know I've done it before. Don't yep. sleep on me. I was like offended. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> Like you, one of the things you have to realize about me is like, especially if you don't know me, I am like as country as they get. Like I grew up in the country. Yeah. Like don't talk to me about fried food. Yeah. Like <laughs> come on. I took fried chicken in my lunch to school. Come on. Like, you traded it all? No. Yeah. It was mine. Is it? it was mine. Um, yeah, my I, chicken. I, did, I did the wrong thing the first time. Um, I didn't do anything wrong, but I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos of all the things that went wrong. I'm like. <laughs> Oh no! I'm going to burn myself down, yeah. burn the house down, and it's like, well, yeah, you will if you do it. I mean, if you're, yes, if you do it wrong, <laughs> if you're not that bright, yeah. yes. <laughs> Which uh, I'm not saying I've got it all figured out, but yeah, then you do it for, and then now. It's, no, I think it's everybody easy. that does it for the first time, I was scared. Everybody, like, so like I do it outside, and you hear it like yeah, yeah. Oh, I do too, and you hear it crackling. Yeah. I'm like, is this the right? Then you drop it, and you're like, yeah, we got it. Mark We're was good. talking about the same thing last night. Yeah. Like, yeah, like oh yeah, first time I did it, I did it outside. I was so scared. I'm yeah. like, look, see, look. I've never done. You do it inside. I don't. You can with the turkey. Like I have like an actual. Like I bought it years ago. It's like a unit. Like it's like an oh, its own little oven. Okay. And you just drop the turkey into it, and it has a lid, a cover so it on it. The, it's okay. like every. It's you can do it indoors, and you can use it for anything. But gotcha. it's meant to be a turkey fryer. And like I just don't trust it. I just don't trust enough having three gallons of oil. Yeah. Like in my kitchen. right, and one mistake, and then <laughs> one it's, mistake. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's devastating. Yeah. But. Um, the weird thing to me about, and I love the turkey prepared this way. Yeah. It's just, it's perfect. It's juicy. It's, it's mm-hmm. right. I probably eat one little piece of, it's all about the sides for me in Thanksgiving. Yeah. It always has been. I forget which, uh, was it Matthew Jude on some player on the Patriots today or somebody was talking about, uh, he goes, I'm going to be honest. People are asking about Thanksgiving in his press conference. He said, what's got to go is macaroni and cheese. I went, no, no, that's, 
Not the best, but See, one of the best things. I always do a homemade mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Perfect. Yes. I'm actually not doing it this year because okay. I've got so much going on. I don't have time to do it. Like, the, the, that was one of the things. And that was something that, like, I actually added to our family things. We've been making the same stuff for years. Like, this, all of our stuff is like years, right? Um, so I added it about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. And they're like, well, you have to make it every year now. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't have time to make it this year. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> Best side is? Uh, well, for, for me, it's like it's the homemade noodle gravy that we put over okay. mashed potatoes. Yeah. But my dad does a phenomenal dressing. And then we cut it in thin slices because it's dressing, so it's really moist. We mm-hmm. cut it in thin slices, and we fry it in butter the next day Ooh. and have it with our eggs. It's so phenomenal. I know. It's truly like I am a pig deep down in yeah, my soul. I'm a, Yeah. That and it's all good. the butter and the frying and yeah. the noodles and carbs on carbs. I'm excited. My, uh, well, you know, some of the members of my family, they're Creole from the South. Yes. And the first time with the in-laws went there and um, gumbo was served first. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know it was first. Like, <laughs> you thought that was like, oh. I said, well, I don't know. They're. So did you tradition. eat all the gumbo and I, then you were too? Like, three bowls of gumbo. I'm like, well, this is cool. I didn't see anything else. And then. There was a little football, whatever we played for a little uh-huh. bit, and then, oh no, wait, what? And the turkeys and like yeah. a bunch of other stuff came uh-huh. out. Well, rookie move. Yeah. Now I pace myself. Yeah, got to. Gumbo's it's the a, best. It's a marathon. Yes. Not a sprint yes. on Thanksgiving. For sure. Well, the Kings are still in a marathon, though it feels like they're I don't know running backwards or whatever it might be. Katie, one thing I had said for a while, now it's not really holding true. I had said maybe two to three weeks ago, I said. Honestly, I think the Western Conference is already shaked out. The Kings are going to be in the top ten based on that bottom five. I'm not right right now because <laughs> well, Houston's a lost cause and they know it. This year they're yeah. one in sixteen. One in is that eighteen or one in sixteen? Yeah, excuse one me. One in sixteen. New Orleans, I think, when everything is right, has talent. They're just so far behind. They're so three and sixteen. Spurs, I know they look good against the Kings. They're not the same. They're four and twelve. And then there's the Kings. There's OKC. And Minnesota's played better. They're now 8-9. But I thought Minnesota would drop down. Kings would be in that spot, and everything would be fine. With all this going on, they still can reach their goals. I just don't want this to be out of process of elimination. Listen. I want them to earn it. <laughs> Dallas is in fifth place and has nine wins. The Kings are in 12th place and have six wins. Mm-hmm. Okay? Three games is not a lot to make up when you have 64 games left. Yeah. And by the way... This is like this is the crazy thing about the NBA. Like, look at who we just played last night, Philly. They've they've won two games and like their last eight now. Yeah. Because oh, guess what? COVID has impacted them. Injuries have sure. impacted them. Like, the season is going to play out. Lots of other things are going to. Some things work in your favor and some don't. They're going to work against you. There's a lot of time. It's looked really dismal yes. and it feels really dismal. But it's so early. Yeah. And the one thing I, I get, you know, it depends on how you look at things. What I don't understand is the Kings at home. Because yeah. four road wins, if you go up the Western Conference standings, only Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah have more road wins. Kings have more road wins than the Clippers, Mavericks, mm-hmm. Grizzlies, Blazers, Nuggets, Lakers, T-Wolves, Thunder. But two home wins is basically the worst in the league. One of the worst. Yeah. Two so and seven is brutal at it's, home. It's interesting. Um I was looking up numbers, getting ready for yesterday's game, and I'll share this with you. And I've talked early in the in the show about how relying on Buddy Hill to kind of get hot, and like if he's not hitting threes, the Kings are in really big trouble. Um, I actually like randomly stumbled across like I wanted to see his splits for the season, and I was like, "Holy cow, 
his shooting numbers and scoring at home versus on the road is like drastic. No, I didn't. He's shooting and scoring way better on the road than he is at home. And then there's the affiliation with, well, of course the Kings are struggling at home because Buddy Hill hasn't played well mm. at home this year. And how well he plays is too much of it is tied to the success of the Kings. So that's telling you that there's some – it's because they don't have enough shooters. They have yeah. no one else to help him. And so not only is he garnering all of the attention on the perimeter, but he has to get hot and stay hot and be hot game after game after game while also getting – all of the attention defensively on the yeah. perimeter. Yeah. So there's something has to change about that. So I'm not shocked to see it when I look back and think of like, oh, wow, yeah, Buddy's at-home numbers are brutal. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if we look at the top of the conference right now, it's the Warriors, 15-2. and two. That surprised me. I think they're good. I thought they'd be better when Wiseman and certainly when Clay. And by the way, Warrior fans, Clay is – Cleared to practice, so he's it's soon. It's going to yeah. happen, um, and they always take longer, you know, to make sure. Um, but Steph is out of this world. I mean, come on, and that's one of the arguments I've heard, and I think it's a fair one, Katie. For if you really, look, if we go Warriors, Suns, Jazz, Clippers, Mavericks, all the way down the line, it seems like every team above the Kings has a guy. Yeah, and the Kings want it to be Fox. But you know it is Booker, and you know it's Paul George or Kawhi. You know it's LeBron. You know it's Steph. Kings don't have a proven guy yet. Yeah. And that's a big, and that's proven, a big deal. Proven, by the way, is about being an all-star, mm-hmm. especially in the Western Conference. Once you become an all-star, you're kind of like you're a proven dude. Even look at Mike Conley with the Jazz. Right. Last year was his first year as an NBA all-star. And quite honestly, like he was known for his defense before he got to Utah. And I thought from that alone, like that he was overlooked year after year after year for getting kind of the attention that he deserved. But he is like a whole nother level now. And and he's deep in his career, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's deep in his career. But so they have multiple all stars. Like it's not even just a guy. A lot of these teams have multiple all stars. Right. The Kings haven't have zero. They have none yeah. yet. So sometimes I think one of the things that we're forced to kind of look at, and it's hard to when this is your team and this is who you cover and this is the team that you you root for and have been a diehard fan for for your entire you know life, is that this team doesn't have the talent to get to where they want to yet. They have some promising talent, but they don't have proven talent yeah. yet. And so sometimes we have to max match your expectations, our expectations with kind of what you're looking at. And that's the truth. You kind of look outside of, of Sacramento, look outside of your kind of uh, kind of purple like goggles that we yeah. wear because we see every game with this right. team and we root for them and we want them to win. But then you look around the West especially and you're like, wow, this team has three All-Stars. This team has two All-Stars. This, like, it's like, oh, that's why it's so hard mm-hmm. because so many teams in the West are like that. And you're trying to build and get there, and you're battling proven guys. Yeah. Another team uh, near the top, when Harrison Barnes hit the game winner at Phoenix. It's the last time they lost. Here was the them last night. Here's a corner three. No good from Vassell. Taken by Booker, and that will do it. Time expires on the Spurs, and the Suns win their 13th in a row. 115-111. Suns win and continue this win streak. They were one and three after the loss. Obviously, very, very, very early. Fourteen and three feels like a world of difference. Rip yeah. off thirteen in a row, and mm. 
they were good last year. I I think they got more depth. I like just their their bench has more to it with campaign while well, he was there last year, but JaVale McGee adding mm-hmm. him, Shamit, and then all the other guys developing. You know they're good, and they're going through quite a bit too yes. internally right oh, now with right. everything Sarber, going on yeah. with Robert Sarber. Um, but it's weird. We've played the Jazz now three times, and we've yeah. played the Suns now Twice. two times. Yeah. Like I'll, also, I have to say, like our schedule has been really brutal. <laughs> Philly's schedule. Um, they're. I looked at it like their first. I think they were like eight and two or whatever. They had lost like two games in their first handful. I'm like you haven't played anybody. Mm. Not a. I'm like how are. You've played how, – how are you guys getting Detroit and then OKC and then, you know, uh, Detroit again and then Cleveland? I'm like, come on now. And then you look at our schedule. I'm like, you know, we have had one of the tougher schedules yeah. in the league. Um, so That's that also, why that road trip that was also, so concerning. Yeah, plays into it. And so, you know, you look at, at, at Phoenix and they've played some good teams, but they've all – I would say they'd be middle of the road if I was taking a guess looking at their schedule mm-hmm. right now. But winning consistently that many games in a row – that's legit. Yeah. That is a that is a team. And Utah from last year, I think one of the things they haven't looked as good this year to me. I think some teams have figured them out because there was an anomaly with how they played last year and I think teams have figured them out. Mm. Like they went into the bubble in Orlando and they all of a sudden were like, "Okay, we're going to put up 40 plus threes a night." And Quinn Snyder used that to kind of revamp and and change his outlook on offense. And then he comes back in last year and does it consistently, and they took a lot of teams by surprise. I think teams have actually figured them out a little bit yeah. better. But they're still going to be dominant. you still got to stop it. Yeah. A couple teams yeah. we haven't seen yet that the Kings are going to see uh, a couple times coming up. Lakers, Clippers. Clippers are 10-7. and seven. Lakers are playing right now. Wow, they're getting worked in New York. Uh, what is that? 51-29. Uh, but I, but uh, we got to talk about this situation from the other day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stewart and LeBron. Stewart is hot, and everybody's coming off now. Now, this is ridiculous. Yeah, he must have caught an elbow or something, but, oh, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of blood streaming from the side of the eye. Look, here goes Stewart. Yeah, I think he's a little upset. You've got coaches. You've got security guys. Look at Dwayne Casey's like, just calm down. And there's Cade Cunningham also. And he's still trying to get loose. <laughs> he is knocking over. And he's out of the game without question. I mean, this it's is like he's running through the line. That's nuts. That's just yeah, crazy that's, right that's now. That's just crazy. That's crazy right now. And both coaching staffs are making sure that the players don't come out any further. Well, you could look at the face and the blood pouring down the face of Isaiah Stewart. They're having a lot of try, a lot of trouble just trying to settle him down. I mean, his his temper is just wow. ridiculous. He'll probably do the yeah. old thing where he runs along the tunnel and comes He's out the other side. Try to come out the other end. That happened at Staples Center a number of years and ago. They are warning the Lakers bench to watch for him coming out the other side. All right, that was uh, Lakers TV the other day. Uh, LeBron got one game. Stewart got two mm-hmm. from that incident. I know you have uh, thoughts on yeah. that one. Um, I was so happy that they suspended LeBron because that was cheap and dirty, and I think he does a lot of stuff like that. 
And because do you really? I do. Hmm. I think he does some cheap, dirty stuff. And I think that he kind of gets away with it. And I love that someone clapped back at him because that, that was Jason. That was an uncalled for thing. That was an uncalled for thing. I mean, there, he, he's not on the top list of, of people that do cheap, dirty things by any stretch of the imagination. But he absolutely doesn't. You don't see him very often. That's the thing about veterans. They're very good about doing the cheap things so that things don't get caught. He was frustrated by Isaiah Stewart. And you should be because he is like a workhorse. Yeah, he's a problem. He just keeps going, 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 doesn't give up. He's relentless. And he, to me, he hit him intentionally in the face. And I don't want to like condone fighting because I don't think there's really a place for it in sports. But as a human being, when someone comes at you and does something like that, like I've been on a floor when that's happened. And it's like, I'm also going to defend myself and I'm not going to back down and allow, I don't care who you are to come at me like that and do something cheap and dirty. So yes, not surprised Stewart got the two so glad that they penalized LeBron for that and really disappointed that the league did not suspend Anthony Davis. Because when Mm. you watch that melee it was. I, I think you're so focused on on. I watched it multiple. Times. Oh yeah, Stewart. Every, all Stewart, your eyes go to Stewart is going yeah. constantly. Anthony Davis was having to be held back the entire time. What the hell are you doing, Anthony Davis? LeBron was chilling over here with like five security guards around him. No one's gonna touch LeBron. But you have Anthony Davis that is like continually trying to get back into this scuffle. Why isn't he suspended? It doesn't seem fair to me. Yeah. I just, I, you know, and it's it's weird. Like, if that were, and I hate to bring up old stuff, but if that were DeMarcus Cousins that was <laughs> in that situation with Anthony Davis <laughs> years ago, yeah. like, he would have gone multiple games. Yeah. It's the truth. Treat every player the same. Every player. Yeah. And that's something that I think that the league doesn't always get right. And so I think that they missed one on that. And I hope people don't have, like, a bad feeling about Isaiah Stewart because I actually – did a lot of reading of guys that cover Detroit, know him well. Apparently, he is a quality individual. And just, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, to everyone, every media member, every it, like he is a quality individual that he had his limit reached. And yeah. you know what? Happens to the best of us. But I was kind of proud to see someone stand up to that. Then he looked like bold. a football player and was knocking over coaches, people, Oh, my, people, he was taking out everybody. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were right. It looked like that's exactly what he did when he got free one last time yeah. that he wanted to go he around and around. either meet LeBron or somebody, whoever wanted to meet him over there. He that, wanted to. For, it's hard on the radio cause you got to look it up and I encourage you all listening to look it up if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Like three different times he went back and the third time when he was like walking off the floor yeah. and was telling everyone like, it's yeah, fine, I'm, I'm fine, I'm good. And as soon as he felt like he was not being hands on yeah. him. He took out like ten different dudes yeah. on his way to yes. LeBron. Yes, like ten different dudes. And with he did. Just he looked. Blood he everywhere. looked like a football player just yeah. mowing over people yeah. and blood everywhere. And a boxer yeah. at one because yeah. I mean, just the. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. your head bleeds oh, more, yeah. but yeah. Like at first when you first see him, I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw I got him. What's he? Oh my gosh! Just, look at the amount of blood. Started gushing. And and it's I, like in his mouth. I think I. It was like I think eight stitches. I read. That oh, is that what he got? Eight okay. stitches. And yeah, bleeding in his mouth as well. Like yeah. busted his lip on the inside. Like he got popped, and it was cheap, and it was dirty. Yeah. And LeBron right away puts his hand out like, oh, I didn't. But no, you think he did that, for sure? Um, because if you're like rebounding, it was like it was head level. His, it was his elbow, yeah. and it was just it was an extension from the yeah. elbow. Like, if you're rebound, it's usually like this. It's not like a 
that. Like it was a pop to the face. Yeah. And I'm sorry, played a lot of basketball. That's not a natural motion to right. me in that situation. Yeah. Not in any situation. I, I did. I thought it was cheap and I think LeBron was frustrated and that's fine. Everyone gets frustrated and you do some stupid stuff. But you know what? Like I felt like a lot of people were protecting LeBron and I was just glad that the league gave him a suspension because it was dirty and it yeah. was uncalled for. Yeah, the the only I don't know if it's amusing but afterwards when the Lakers were talking about it and Russ uh, Westbrook realized they asked him about, "Yeah, so would you would they say mm-hmm. when you got your technical?" He's like, "What?" He didn't even realize he got yeah. a technical after yeah. that was just and then he of course turns it, "Well, I guess that's just for being Russell Westbrook." I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Actually, I think it might have been because you had charging back in. You had both of your fists up yeah. like this, charging into the. Yeah, yeah. saw that one too. But he but legitimately you know didn't think he did anything. Like, it's weird though because in situations like that, yeah. sometimes Jason players, because it is such chaos and melee, like people don't realize what they actually did. That's true. Very and, true. And it's it's like. Because you're just in that that moment, and yeah. you don't even really have control over your senses. It's yeah. just chaos, and you're trying to, you know, evaluate and and figure out what the heck. And it's like, okay, well, my player's upset. He got popped. Like I'm I'm protecting him. Yeah, like, that's what you do. But yeah, it's it was such a weird, uh, not that situation, but thinking about it is good that a player like LeBron can can get suspended. He gets one yeah. game. Um, I even thought the way this year started, going back to the kind of a league wide thing, we're what, 17, 18 games in, Kyrie's still not playing. Ben Simmons is still not. These are high-profile, big-time players that aren't playing right now. Mm -hmm. Just one, because of vaccine, one, you know, I don't want to minimize mental health. That's very important. I just, what's going to happen with these two guys? No clue. Yeah. No clue. I mean, I don't think Kyrie's going to change his mind. I don't. No, I don't think so either. And I, I honestly, as bad as this sounds, I think a lot of, um, I, th- I think a lot of Ben Simmons' mental health kind of issues he's struggling with right now is stemming from how he was affected by how he felt after, you know, things that were said after their mm-hmm. loss in the in the playoffs, yeah. second round, you know, and not advancing, and it was a disappointing loss. And I think that it probably weighed on him throughout the course of the summer, and he was wanting to get out of a bad situation, and then it not you're kind of stuck there and then like yeah it affects you and i've heard a lot of stuff about well whatever team he goes to if he plays right away then i'm mad that he's using mental health listen Mm. like (laughs) your situation changed i'll say this if he went in and spoke to the team which is what he did and that team completely changed their tune everything they were saying to the media Joel Embiid was had been like basically throwing him. He was done with it. Yeah, he was and then done. It was, then he was and talking then on was, his behalf. Then it was support, and yeah. it was support to the media and support in front of that entire fan base yes. on that floor before a game. Right. And so whatever was said privately between teammates in that locker room, if his teammates are respecting him and have his back after everything that's happened, and that tune has legitimately and consistently stayed changed to his favor, something's going on there. Yeah. And I'm gonna look at it from that perspective. Can he play there again? No. Yeah. And then the management we hear from Maury is, we're not just giving him away. And they shouldn't. No. But what deal are you going to do? And are you going to let him? I mean, Maury had said before, I'll, I'll dig my heels in. Well, we've got to get the right deal. And so well, is this going to be a year or two years? Like, what's going on? the difficult thing is, too, is that the longer he doesn't play, I think the more it hurts his mental health. Yes. I really do. Because and desire to have the, him. One of the big things he needs to do is he needs to get back on the floor and get out of that mental space that he's been living in, mm-hmm. which has been failure. 
Yeah, have some success. He needs to taste some success yeah. and, and gain some confidence. I'm assuming Ben Simmons' confidence right now is at an all-time low. Yeah. Because he his you know, you can understand from looking in the outside in, like, man, he must feel like he's been attacked from all the people that he felt were like his brothers and were supposed to have his back. And then everyone's different on how it affects you. Yeah. And I think he would immediately, uh, yeah, I'm with you that if he traded wherever, Orlando, he just, mm-hmm. there's a sense of, I'm not in yeah. Philly. It's yeah. freedom. Yeah. I can go to work. I'll play yeah. tomorrow. Like I think and it would and be playing again might help me yes. mentally like improve. Right. Like playing with somebody else that I don't feel are, you know, like, criticizing or or coming after me or have have people that were my people that hurt me yeah there's a lot of things that you know athletes go through that i'm glad that there's a lot of attention to mental health now yeah i mean truly but he's got to go to an organization that's really a good fit for him that will not take well take care of him but not coddle him but make sure if you're taking that risk yeah that you're the organization strong enough to to rehab it yep All right, break time for us. Kings are in a bad way. They get the Blazers, though. Another opportunity tomorrow. We'll talk more about that as we uh, take you to six. We continue here on Sports 1140 KHDK. Back here on Sports 1140 KHDK. I thought that was you for a second. Like, no. came in there with that. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes, that was me, yes, Jason. Yes. I did a very deep voice. <laughs> Kings and Blazers tomorrow. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, Chris, do we have an update on uh, our ongoing pursuit of uh, getting the Kings a- in a linear championship? <laughs> well, yes. Last night, the Atlanta Hawks, who defeated the Washington Wizards. Who had it before. For the linear championships. Okay. They took on the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's right. The winner of this bout, and still, yeah! <laughs> Atlanta beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Atlanta hangs on to it. And I believe I gave you the roadmap. Yes. So, um, refresh my memory on what can happen here. The Atlanta Hawks are taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, that should be a win. Should be a win for the Hawks. Okay, so, so they that keep would be, the title. That would be their defense. Okay. Then they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm. We and need them to win. We need the Memphis Grizzlies to win. And then their next game? The Sacramento Kings. For oh. the Kings to beat the Grizzlies. And you know what? Katie's going to be there. I am going to be there. In person. Will you storm the court if they win the linear championship? <laughs> Is that not appropriate? I don't know that that would be a, an easy thing for me to describe. Would it be appropriate well, let if me they take won the you NBA back to... championship? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you would Katie see Katie has left storming. her position as the broadcaster yes. and is on the court. On the floor. Yes. Okay, well, just know that that's out there potentially this Sunday. So it could be a very special day. Okay. Yes. I'll keep, I'll keep that A very select mind. few are following this, but we are. But that will actually be fun for you to uh, be on the road again. Um, I know it's. Uh, I think yeah. things are progressing to that coming up. Not every team has been traveling. Kings haven't been, but looks like that'll go. But you guys will be this Sunday. Yeah, we'll we'll start traveling in January. Okay. Luckily, which is really great. And um, pretty much from my understanding, every NBC team, like Philly last night, is an NBC Sports team. Um, their tra- their booth isn't traveling either yet. So every NBC team starts traveling in January. I think it was okay. some kind of a like a network type decision. Um, I don't know if I. 
I, I don't think it was – I think it was really just holding off and seeing, yeah. like, kind of how the protocols were going to work and all that when they had to make decisions. And then, like, Bally um, – I know that – Indi- Indiana? I- Indiana didn't travel. That was there, the only other there are one. Bally sports, but – my understanding is there's a couple others okay. too, but um, yeah. So we the good news we start traveling in January, gotcha. which is going to be really positive because it completely changes your ability to call the game well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Have you seen our setup at uh, Golden yeah. One, the little dungeon in the yes, green room? I have seen. Yeah. It. I mean, it's nice setup, it's but yeah, it is hard. Yeah. And what a lot of times for G Man, he's at the mercy of what you guys show. Yes. So, so you know. Normally, you would describe uh, you know deer and fox to the basket layup good yeah. and one whatever he's going to. Lie. You and guys then, are reshowing the replay. Yeah, and he he, sir, he radio is all about telling the story of what happens after the play right. without the replay. Yes, yeah. it's very challenging. G Man is is a just a wonder. Yes, you know, like he it's it's difficult for everyone, but um, I bet he will be excited to get back on the road. Yes, too. he will. Yes, yes, he will. Uh, so Kings and Blazers tomorrow, I think we laid out really how different they are at mm-hmm. home. They're at home tonight, so it's going to be back-to-back. They get Denver. Uh, they're 8-1 and at home. Um, they're 9-8 and overall. I think what's also switched is Dame. Uh, yeah. A little bit like De'Aaron struggled early, but he's found it again, and Dame is just – and let's remember the season opener. Was he an Ofer? Over ten against the Kings, or he was zero of nine from long range and missed yeah, the last one was... that we all thought he would make to tie it, but yeah. he missed. Yeah, he still he still had twenty points against right. us, which is crazy because he's been struggling so bad. And what they mean by struggling is looking at his three point numbers: first game zero of nine, second two of seven, third Oof. game zero of eight, four of eleven. It started kind of get. He's had a couple over games this season, but um, his numbers aren't really like down in terms of points per game he's still he's still yeah it's the efficiency but um he had 39 against philly in the Mm. win over philly before they came to see us yeah um and so he was spectacular and he is and what's crazy is that that duo of of cj mccollum and um dame how they play together it's absurd to me they have the best chemistry of any kind of backcourt duo that i've seen um, in the league, and it really—I I would even say more. Well, I, I probably because we haven't seen Clay and and Steph for a long time right. together. Um, but the it's really between those two, those two groups, yeah. those two of like, wow, how how these guys can get numbers, both of them, and score and play off of each other. And CJ's been amazing. Nurk's been good. You know, they have a bunch of really good role players, but. Their defense is even better. So the Kings, the Kings got one on them in the opener, you know, season yeah. opener up there. But that was back, kind of what you said. Like I know it was preseason, but they won every preseason. They game. won they every preseason confident. game, and they they had they felt like they would they win had that game. Prepared for, and they had played Portland in yes. the preseason, you know, and they they had a, they had a scout on them, and they had prepared, and that was early in Chauncey Billups' mm-hmm. um, kind of tenure as the as the new head coach there, and. He's changing a lot of things there too. Their defense really is different, yeah. and so that's that's an adjustment for a team. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I hope that the the really good thing about teams going forward um, that are playing the Kings over the next few games. You, know, you look at um, you've got Portland, then you go to L.A., then you go to Memphis. Those are the next three through Sunday. Um, there's changes with Alvin, so they're not going to be able to game plan the same way. So hopefully you're able to kind of have an edge in that sense of yeah. where you're going to take some teams by surprise with some new twists and things that you're kind of doing. Portland's interesting to me in this sense, Katie, that you know we know what the Kings want to do. Their goal is to make the playoffs, whatever that looks like, if that's a five seed or a 10, wherever they get, that's what they want. Portland has been there. Mm-hmm. They've been a good team. 
they haven't been a great team, and they're trying to become great, and they're trying to become great with, for the most part, the same core. And I think that's a the challenge where, you know, Phoenix broke through last year. Uh, Denver made the conference finals a couple yeah. of years ago. Now, Portland did once, but more times than not, they're a first-round exit. And I would go all in with Lillard, too, but at what point do they transition? And I don't, I don't think it's well, now, I, but at some point they will, right? Honestly, that's why they made that's why they made a change with, with the coach. coaching staff. Yeah. Because Stotts won. Who in the world? Not only did he win, they've been to the playoffs eight straight years. Yeah. They're the only team. Yeah, they have the longest streak, right? That has done that in the last eight yeah. years. But they're yet, I feel team. like they're disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it, it was 2018-19 that they got to uh, the, the they lost in four in the conference finals. I mean, that was as far as they've made it. But they've been been the last eight years. They've been um, to the semifinals um, three times, won once. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah, they've had some gaps. They've injuries were, Nurk was a really big thing. Yeah. But that's just kind of the case. But who in the world would give up on CJ and Dame? Like, and just because it hasn't been right. But then what but is? It's, it's, but what's going to change to put you over the, the top? It's the other things that you need to put around right, them. Right. Like, you don't give up on that scoring. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You get the pieces around. And I think that's – that would be insane to me. Yeah. That would be insane. I would never – I would never give up on those two. I wonder if it'll end up like a uh, – gosh, I don't know what the total number of years for the Jazz at one point. I think I want to say it was like 20 years in a row. No, they made two finals, yeah. but never broke through. But Stockton yeah. are always there. They're yeah. always good. Yeah. And that's a great thing. Yep. But you also want one parade, right? You want yeah. at least one in there yeah, you're you the want, champs. Yeah, but you know what? I think the Kings fans would take right now – Any of that. Playoffs for the last eight years. Yes. Yeah. I think Kings fans would take they that. They would right now. But, you know, I remember at the end yeah, of the eight, of people were yeah. – fr- like, well, they're not – they – the first four, mm-hmm. I think they were championship caliber. Yeah. They didn't win one. The mm-hmm. last, the back three, it was like, well, yeah, they're in, but they're yeah. not going up. They're not it's, going, yeah. it's sliding. So, yeah. Um, but that sounds good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. A playoff game. Mm-hmm. I've never covered one. You missed that win. When was your first year here? My first year here was the f- the year after they made the playoffs. And then I left. Are we on to something? Then I, then I left for three years, so that's where I can call the okay. BS on that. I left for three years, and I went to Phoenix for one year. They didn't make the playoffs that year. Are we on to something? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. If you're going to blame me Never. for this, I'd take none of it. Never. Um, but I would like to know what it's like. Not even just that. I would like to feel the building. Yeah. And the energy from the fans. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, it is, it's like palpable. Like, there's a couple times this this season yeah. because they even had, with less crowds because, you're just like, because they had not been back and yeah. we had been without fans. I'd forgotten, and it was the beginning of the season. And the Kings were playing so well, and it was like, I was like, wow, this yeah. feeling it like reverberates in your body. Yeah, and so I can't even imagine what a playoff game in Golden One would be like with this fan base that has been so just die hard and brutalized yes. over the last fifteen yes. years. What I remember on, I don't know which year, they had made it maybe twice, and it was the third year where they finally won a Mm first-round series and beat Phoenix Mm -hmm. and then lost in the second round. And I just remember being drained. I go, they didn't even make it halfway. Didn't they face Utah in the second round? Wasn't it Utah in the second round? Uh, That year was the Lakers. Lakers. It was the Lakers that year. And just being so drained, and I went, wow, there was was so much more to go. And all all they got through was one round and lost the second. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, and then obviously the conference final year. But, um it's there's a lot it's a lot it's draining but it's exciting it's emotional mm-hmm. it's it's amazing mm-hmm. 
But it's uh, I hope to feel it someday. I do too. I really do. I do too. And this fan base. And then you, it's been so long that there's been fans that have only seen the last six, seven, eight years, ten years, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. You go, oh man, you guys need to reward too. I think everybody does. I think so. I think yes. it's due. It is more than due. <laughs> I think it's due. I think it's late. No, thing. we deserve it more. We, us, yeah. all of us that have seen all these? Because they don't know what it's like. We know what it's like. Yeah. We went on the first class in the airplane. Now we have to sit back and coach again. <laughs> oh. Look at that. Listen to Verlon yeah. over there. But I will say, I think it's the first, like, my example, Katie, would be Phoenix's season last year. So they had a 10-year mm-hmm. drought. It felt like they skipped a lot of steps, but good oh, for them. Oh, they went to a... They, they, went to, they, they were skipped, two wins from a they championship. Went, they went... They skipped all the steps. Yeah, and they were a two seed. Like they didn't just hey, we might make the playoffs. Oh, we're in. They knew they were in with crazy. You know, a month and a half to go. Yeah, but to have that season here, oh my goodness. Yeah, (laughs) not even the playoff part. Like to know you're like right, like a four seed. Like it's in. It doesn't matter. I kind of feel like this this city would feel that way if the Kings got into the play in. Uh, (laughs) You're right. This point, you're right. I I really do. I mean, that's how starved they are. Yeah, for for possibility yeah and they'll they'll take possibility and hope at this point yeah yeah i was looking back at you know coaches stuff when when the walton stuff happens i'm looking at different records and i've forgotten that the jaeger year they'd won 39 i go they were ninth they would have been a playing team but they were also like eight games out of eight i mean it was a big gap big gap but they'd won 39 games and 40 was a big deal to that team and they didn't get to 40 in the last couple games but they'll try tomorrow i really hope that in a month jason it's a different it's feeling. It's a different feeling. Yeah, because a and few I think, weeks ago. And, and by the way, I, I do believe that it's entirely possible. It is. It, it is. is. And and it's so easy when you're in a situation like this to to really feel like it's insurmountable. And the fans feel it. The media feels it. The players even feel it. But that's that's the that's that's the kind of the challenge here. Luke Walton is gone now, and you've got Alvin Gentry, who is is kind of adopting this downward slide, which means the mentality of, like, how do you get rid of feeling hopeless and kind of beaten down, downtrodden, and get some, interject some positivity, some winning, some confidence. Like, that's the challenge right now. But they'll do it. Yeah. It'll, it'll turn around. I would say, so they've played 18 games. The peak of the 18 was the Friday night at home, Charlotte. People are like, oh, Charlotte's the, the dream team, the, the must-watch league pass team. Kings were in trouble tonight. Kings ran them out of the gym. Mm-hmm. Went to five and four. That's two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. And now it like oh, I don't know when they'll win again. Like that's the I mean, feeling just you have. Look back to last season where you lost nine, you won like seven of eight. Do right you remember after. that feeling? Yes. Like I had never experienced that yeah. in all my entire time covering this Kings yeah. franchise. And then you lose another nine. I mean, like, I remember saying that we, we'll lose another we nine. We experienced the oh, just like at coaster. five. I was like, "There's no way. There's yeah. no way it gets to five. They've felt nine. It's yeah. not going to get there." And that's the freaking NBA for you, yes. folks. And this team as well. All right, we'll break. One final break here. We'll come back. Some final thoughts as we continue with more here on Sports 1140 KHDK. jump and dancing with the stars that this came on if you want to swing dance yeah i mean jump that was legit i don't know the one from us I was amazing fun. when he recreated that that was yeah the, from, yeah this is uh 
Is it us? Get no, out. This is a, get, out. get out. Wait, wait. Is it us or get out? This is, no, this it was is us. This is us. This is the, the, the TV, the, show, the TV right? show with Mandy Moore. and <laughs> Which I hear is a cry fest. I've never watched it. You know, I watched the first several seasons and then like. It's still on, right? It's still on, I believe. And I really liked it. But I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time. I don't have time for the stuff. I watch a lot of basketball. And Basketball a and lot probably of kids stuff, right? Disney stuff, yeah. yeah. What's the Disney movie of choice right now? Actually, which is really weird, she's all of a sudden like on Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the, she, she's the, a, an, the real one? The, like, no, the, the animated the one. Animated one. It's, one. it's still like a little, like, she's three, so the, yeah. the real one is like, she's yeah. still a little scared of the animated Beast. I got it. Um, I am too. But That's she's okay. like big on Moana, and before that was Monsters, Inc., like loves Monsters, Inc. How about Monsters University? Uh, it's good. She likes it too. Okay. She likes she likes Sully and and Mike Wazowski. Yeah. And Boo. Yeah, but um. But yeah. So yeah. Beauty and the Beast. And she actually watched Cinderella. This is old school stuff. Yeah. And like she actually sat and watched both of them nice. with me. So yeah. But it's because she got princess dress up stuff. Oh. Okay. And she walks around like a princess. So okay. She wants to, she wants to be Belle. So do you have any shows of choice when you have time? Yeah. So. I'm actually caught up. My sister was down here for um, seven weeks getting radiation recently. She just finished. Um, and so she turned me on to the Curse of Oak Island. Oh, And I that. actually, oh my gosh, it's on the History Channel or you can watch it on Peacock um, on the app. Um, it's basically the longest like treasure hunt like ever up in Nova, Nova Scotia. Uh, Oak Island is it's just... I'm oh, wow. curious if anyone on the text line yeah. has has watched it or heard of it. It's like fascinating to me because I'm a history person, but um, I promised my sister that I would use an analogy uh, of Oak Island on TV. And when the Warriors were here in like Game Three, Mark asked me in the beginning of the game, like, "How do you stop? How do you stop um, Steph Curry?" Uh-huh. And I like popped into my head. I was like, "I'm gonna make my sister so proud, but no one's gonna understand this." I said, you were that's, I said, one. yeah, I was narrow casting. I was like, that's like trying to find the treasure on Oak Island. <laughs> like they've been searching for 14 years and yeah. haven't found it, but they found lots of pieces of it. But yeah. it's apparently like millions of pounds of gold and like Solomon's, you know, the, the, when Solomon's temple was kind of ransacked and the, like all it like it, they think that the, um, Knights of the Templar, it's like this huge thing. And I'm, I'm fascinated with it. So when I have time. Gotcha. That's what I watch. Speaking of Peacock shows, Uh-oh. MacGruber comes out next month. MacGruber, the television show. Did you ever watch MacGruber? No, I remember being on the show last time, yes. and Chris brought this up. Um, I have not. I have not watched it. Sorry. I have not. You know, it's like Ted Lasso was really good. Before the season started, I kind of got mm-hmm. that. Morning show was really good. I heard Actually, that. it's yeah. brilliant. But like Dave recently said Succession. Uh, have you? Okay. I've not yeah. seen Succession. Yeah. What was the one we watched? I wouldn't say this season's been all that. Oh, really? Good. Succession. Yeah. Oh. Um, you could hold off on it. Okay. You know what? I'm really excited to watch, and oh. I haven't let myself do it because I don't have time. Is Yellowstone? Oh, I've heard good things about that. Too. Yellowstone, and that. also that's probably in your wheelhouse. Too. Oh, it's totally. But Outlander. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh-uh. Outlander on Stars? Uh-uh. Huge Outlander fan, and that's supposed to finally come out. It's heard of that. it's weird. It's it's like um, it takes place in Scotland, and it's basically about 
time travel. It's and it's weird to say that because it's like a historical. Yeah, it's a historic because I like historical shows sure. like kind of period pieces that kind of stuff. Um, it's fascinating. Not my wheelhouse. It's not fascinating. A it's a guy. really, really, really good. Yeah. If it good takes thing. place in a certain era, Jason will not do it. You just lost me. <laughs> Anything <laughs> after Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. That was on the other day, before, and I watched it before Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yes. Um, not a period piece. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm a history person. Okay. Like I'm fascinated by yeah. that. Someone told us about. Uh, we watched uh, only murders in the building. Only. Martin Short, yeah. Steve Martin, um, yeah. How was Selena that? Selena Gomez, really good. I wasn't sure. I mean, we once you, it's like anything. If you start yeah. it, you can get into it. Yeah, it was really good. King Richard, isn't that what it is? That's supposed to be really good. Period piece. No, it's with Will Smith, isn't it? Oh, the movie, yeah, yeah. the one with uh, Venus and Serena. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not a period piece. Not a period uh, piece, but like that was another good. thing that like Everybody I heard and, like I've been yeah. hearing everyone talking about. It. I'm like I need to find time to watch this. Yeah. The show I just finished was Mary Ann which was a French movie about a witch that took over a woman and made her write stories about her dreams. Okay, that so that's out one. There. <laughs> oh, wow. it is out there. But it's And what what is this on? It's a horror movie. Uh Netflix. Oh, see, I don't yeah, I'm not a horror movie person. I I go through phases though. Like I've pretty much watched every British detective show that there is. I'm not kidding you. What's Summertime the best one? is like I have uh, Marcella is a really good one. Like, why British detective? I go through down like rabbit holes. Like, I like like detective series. Like, I'm really into that kind of stuff. And like, so when you run out, you, you like at the end, it's like, oh, other things you might like. And so, so like I'm fiction like, or like Dateline. It's fiction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Dateline. I yeah. do like that kind of stuff yeah, too. too. But no, I mean, like, series. They're really, really good. And usually, what I like about them is they're only like maybe three at most, maybe five seasons instead of oh. these. Like, I used to love Criminal Minds, but I'm like, I can't watch that ever again. I haven't watched it in like ten years. I can't go back and watch. <laughs> the <laughs> best British shows are like three seasons long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's perfect. And how I many like in it. a season? Ten, twelve? Season? Yeah, like, maybe depending? thirteen. Okay. Maybe around there. Yeah. And you can. Yeah. So yeah, now that you all have some insight into how weird I am, and you know that like my I watch, do you know what I watch every night when I go to bed? Golden Girls. Have we talked about this? No, no. That's my my sister actually does. Friends. Nope. Uh, every like night that. when I oh, go to wait, bed, you have said this, but I'm not remembering yeah. right now. Frasier. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of my all time favorite. I love Golden Girls too. That yeah. is my all time favorite. But I have to like I I don't like sound machines. I hate them. I need kind of quiet. But I also can't have quiet because I can't turn my brain off. So I need to like have some noise. So Frasier puts you to sleep. So, well, it's something that I've seen so many times yeah. that I don't need to see it. And it's just kind of like. Do you it's, laugh? It's my white Still? note. No, it's my. I'm usually, I swear to God, I'm usually asleep in like three minutes. Okay. Like I don't even like. I don't, make it through I don't, that weird I don't even make it through an episode, yeah. you know. Um, I fall asleep super fast, but I have to do that. And so it's like it's your same. Do you have them recorded? Is it on? It's obviously no, on I, that time I, every night. It's on my, you know, I go on Prime Video and oh, gotcha. it's like, yeah, put it on. Yeah, put it on. Wow. So, so now we have visuals of you. Yeah, now um, you know how nerdy I am. Washing. You can <laughs> see how nerdy I am right now, like what I, what I really look like. And you can hear, you know, from the horse's mouth how stupid and nerdy I am. <laughs> I picture you uh, ironing napkins, mm-hmm. watching British detective shows while you're brining your turkey. Brining my turkey. Yeah. Yeah. We got the visual and preparing for games. Yeah. <laughs>
That's it. With like Aladdin or Disney, something on in the background. <laughs> um, yeah. Alexa, play princess music. <laughs> now someone's Alexa's turning yes. on at their house. They're like, You're Thank- welcome. Thanks, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks, Katie. Oh, my pleasure. We'll see you at the arena tomorrow. Next time we meet again, maybe yes. we'll be talking about some wins. Let's hope so. Or more vomit. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. I hope not. I can't I hope do not that either. again. I know. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. That's it for us. We do have UC Davis basketball. That's coming up at 7 with Scott Marsh. I'll have that for the Causeway of Basketball, UC Davis and Sacramento State. Uh, Tomorrow, Lincoln Kennedy, Chris Landry will join us on the show. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night here on Sports 1140 KHDK. See you.